Welcome to an episode of the Sunday Sauce that is going to be so spectacular. I have don't make it more than it's going to be. I have the legend, the legend of Staten Island, Brooklyn, New York City, who's in the New York Post at least once a week. Scott Labedo. Wow. Welcome, Scott. Welcome to the Sunday Sauce. I can't believe you're here. Can't believe it. Thank you. Welcome. I mean, what's what's going on? You just got arrested. I mean. What what they what what happened nah, there? I got taken, what happened there? I got taken into custody. Right, you got detained. Custody. Well, I know, but well, who are they arresting yeah. anymore anyway? Right? Yeah. Let's yeah, let's yeah. be real. I mean, come on, dude. How fast were you out? Like they just gave you a ticket and they said, "See you later." Two hours because I was remember I was in I went up against the fucking DA, so right. I'm in the DA's fucking building. So right. he had to know what I did. Right. So I sat in the cell, you know, for a couple of hours until right, they right. made a decision and they realized they just gave me a C. Uh, what what, what know, was it? Littering? Like what, they, what was it? Trespassing? Discon, uh, disorderly no, conduct. It's a so bullshit, bullshit charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the point is like, you know, I threw some blood around. I put some props down. You know, I'm an artist sure. and I know how to hey. express myself to get a point across. But it was children's water-based removable paint. Right. It wasn't like spray right, paint, just, just, like Antifa and BLM did for fucking two years right, and right, destroyed right. every building in the city right. where they had to pay millions of dollars to remove and you know the the the, the, the permanent paint. This they washed it off in two two minutes. So, so let's 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 reverse many many years. How how did Scott become Scott? Tell me how do we get into art first? Art and then we'll go to the political. So how did you get into art? How did Scott become Scott? Let's mm-hmm. let's let's go back many years. Let's start from the beginning. I uh, I, w- I was always an artist. Always, right. always creative. I mean, since well, the you, second grade. You're from you born and bred New Yorker, right? Yeah. Okay. For, Staten four, Island always. Four generations Staten Island. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're always in Staten Island. Yeah. 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 All right. And um, so I was I was always an artist, and you know. Middle child, crazy guy, you know, look mm-hmm. at me, look at me, doing things. And uh, and uh, it was great. And then it was uh, in the 90s when I went to go find myself in the art world. Okay. Because New York City is right, of course. the center of the world. Graffiti, all that shit. Everything. Just yeah, the everything. arts in yeah, general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. Not, not graffiti, just yeah. the arts in general. Right, right, right. And, um, and I went to go find my niche. And then I happened to realize that the art world... The creative community, the artists who get to test the boundaries of the First Amendment more than any fucking body, anybody, Mm -hmm. they had the most freedom. And I saw how much disdain and hatred they had for the American flag, Mm. the American way of life, Mm. our military. And I said to myself, I don't give a fuck how rich and how famous I could be in this city's art world. I want no fucking part of this. Okay. Because the these are the fucking people, these hypocritical motherfuckers that are biting the hand that feeds them. Because we, I, I as an artist, have way more freedoms than you do. True. Okay? Way more. Mm-hmm. Because I get to test those First Amendment boundaries. I get to test them. And I have. And the only reason we are allowed to do that, the creative community, is because of the men and women serve underneath that great work of art, the American flag. And to see the art world putting a welcome mat down as the American flag when you walk into their gallery or, you know, doing artwork, desecrating the flag, it just, I was, I was dumbfounded. I could not fathom the concept. And I said at that moment, fuck you. I don't need you. Here's my calling. I'm going to 
because the 90s patriotism was a little bit taboo in the big cities and it, and it fluctuates. It happened in the 60s with Vietnam, right, right. you know, and I understand, whatever. So it fluctuates. But when I saw that in the 90s, and again, coming from Staten Island, people have to understand, I don't know how many people are listening from outside uh, the uh, New York area, but uh, Staten Island is like any other little town in the Midwest, a little small town in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. It's working class cops, firemen, you know, all city EMT, workers, everybody. All, that's yeah. Staten Island is part of the biggest liberal city in the fucking world. Right. But Staten Island is also middle America. Correct. Military veterans, you know, carpenters, you know, ev- everybody. So I came from that flag waving community. Correct. My grandmother had that 48 star flag hanging in the yard when we were little kids and was always in the yard. Mm-hmm. Grandpa was in World War II. So my uncles were in Vietnam and when I went into the sea, you know, to find my niche in the art world, and I saw this hatred towards everything that was great in my my community, I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. Here's my calling. You just gave me my calling. Because patriotism, nobody really was hanging their flag or anything. And I said, I'm going to paint that flag on a side of buildings, on a fucking side of cars, right. on everything I can do. Yeah. I'm going to make this flag cool again through the gift that I have, which is art. And it was like pulling teeth for a long time, but it finally started to come around. And then when 9-11 happened, if you'll remember, everybody became patriotic again. And it was sad that it took the tragedy of 9-11 to bring people back to the pride of their country. So everybody was like, Scott Lobato, he could paint a flag. He's the guy and everything. Right, right. So I kind of blossomed. I saw you did a couple firehouses, a couple, you know. Hundreds of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. Ten house downtown right next yep. to the World Trade Center. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. I saw you did it. Yeah, man, listen. Um, but wasn't, I feel like, so I live in Bay Ridge, which is kind of like Staten Island a little bit. Like uh, same exact sim- fucking thing. Same exact thing. All right, all right. Same, same exact thing. Uh, Except okay. there's a $20 fucking bridge yeah, that's to true, I guess. Well, I mean, not anymore. It's not the same thing. It's all liberal now. What? Bay Ridge. It's no uh, Bay Ridge is the last beacon of hope. Uh, Believe me, I was in Park Slope the other day dropping off some equipment to my film guy for my documentary, and right. I just drove around and I'm just looking at these but self loathing faces, you know, like ugh, these purple haired people. And I got my truck, my I got a I flag on it. You I got, got like, horns. don't you have like some horns on the, yeah, on the I got grill? This fucking <laughs> skull, and I got the flag mounts so on the crazy. front. I love it, and I they just it. look at me like, oh like, like I'm, like I'm the devil himself. Oh and I'm just a patriotic guy. I love that, man. And I, I mean, just look at them, and I'm like, fuck you, like fuck you. But now, so, but living, so I live in Bay Ridge for a long, long time. But I'm starting to see these Park Slopians, I call them these these weirdos. They're starting these purple haired people. They're starting to notice that Bay Ridge is cheap now, cheaper than Park yeah. Slope. They're going to so, infiltrate exactly. and gentrify. Yeah. So now this is why we have a liberal councilman who is getting got elected again because he's pulling. And it's going to – now the, I see Joe Borelli just actually wrote a whole article in the Post about it. I actually interviewed Joe Borelli. Yeah. Great guy. Is, I love Joe. Joe's a good guy. He's a great guy. They're trying to re, rezone, redistrict, yep, redistrict yep. the whole voting. Yep. And Maliotakis is trying – is fighting it because that little twerp Max Rose, that yep. jerk off – Yep. Uh, you know, hey, uh, listen, I get along with everybody. Listen, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm friendly with him, but I, he knows I didn't vote for him exactly. and stuff. I don't yeah, like I his policies. Yes, yes. But that's the thing with me. I, I get know. along I with everybody. Okay. You know? Well, you get along with everybody. I don't. Um, he 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 know he thinks he's going to win now because if that gets rezoned, Park Slope is in there. Mm-hmm. And there you go. 
All the liberals are going to vote for Max Rose and Malitakis gone because Trump endorses her. Because as soon as Trump endorses you to liberals, you're the devil. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Listen, it's. Uh... <sighs> it's interesting. Isn't it interesting? I've been involved in this for 30 fucking years. Okay. Now, not only did I just become an artist and found my calling back in the 90s with my flag work, but it was also the activism that popped into me. That's when I saw political correctness pop its ugly head up right. in the 90s. Okay? okay. And I was the tinfoil. I got arrested many times fighting that little beast that popped up because I knew that down the road, this fucking beast of political correctness would turn into Godzilla and destroy the city. Mm-hmm. And everybody was... That's Scott Lebedo, that crazy tinfoil hat guy. Yeah, look at him getting arrested on the front page of the post. But eh, that school didn't want to do the Pledge of Allegiance, so he pro. Eh, he's a fucking crazy man. They didn't understand. I was trying to fucking warn them. And here we are. You're ahead of the times, And brother. here the fuck we are. Oh, yeah. You're ahead of the times. I'm fucking, call me an egomaniac, but I you spend are nights and week, yeah. weekends in Central Booking fighting this fucking bullshit. And nobody fucking listened. Yeah. And now... Everybody and their sister is out screaming and fighting. Where were you? 10, 20, 15, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Night, I'm, I'm happy that everybody came to the game, right. but you're too late to the fucking game. This is true. Um, I mean, this. I mean, you, you're obviously a little older than me. I'm only 32. You lived through some shit mayors in your time. I'm sure you're happy when Giuliani was here because he was... Very patriotic mayor. He cleaned up the city, right? Giuliani did what we should have just done this past election. Right. But we didn't because the same fucking idiots, the same nose biting their, to spite their fucking face, idiots. Idiots. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, but listen, let's, let's be real. Anybody's better than the Blasio. You know that. I yeah. mean, you're, you're, the picture you drew of him yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I was his nemesis. I'm actually going to buy years. that from you and put it in my house because I need to buy that picture. It's for the greatest years. picture. Which, of which one? The one where he's holding Liberty's head. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Liberty's uh, head. Yeah, yeah I that's did several. That's, uh, I did several no, that's the that's a great picture. Yeah, he that guy was probably the worst mayor in American history. Yeah, he reversed everything that yeah. Giuliani yeah. did. Yeah, and I mean, uh, yeah, he ruined the greatest city in the world. Oh, he did. He moved he did. the greatest city in the world. And it's going to take, it's going to, I, I, I might years. not see it come back no, in my me, lifetime. Me or you. I might not see it come back in my lifetime. I mean, I, I even before this whole pandemic thing, you know, uh, listen, I'm 57 years old and I used to come to the city from Staten Island with my buddies, with my girlfriends, like three or four nights a week. We were the bridge and tunnel people. Mm-hmm. You come from Queens, you come from Brooklyn and everything. We mm-hmm. just collaborated with the people that were in the city and we made it, the, it was the fun, it was just so much fucking fun. And then the last couple of, you know, maybe the last eight, seven, eight years or whatever, even even without de Blasio, I just seen it just become too Stepford YV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. nobody farts. Yep. Nobody smokes. <laughs> nobody gets fucking wasted anymore. Yeah. You know, everybody, you go into like a fancy bar. Yeah. You know, I'll be on a, a at a fundraiser or something, you know, a rally, and I'll let me stop in. I like my libations, martini. I'm like, you know, I'm a social person. Yeah, no one wants to talk to you. No, no, no. Yeah. it's just like, it's I like feel, this. I feel like me and you are like the same guy. It's man. like this. I'm the same. It's like this, I the, talk. this is the capital world. Yeah, no. 
No. And nobody wants, it's just, so it kind of started going downhill from there. Yeah. Just this, and everything is so politically correct. You know, that's why everybody's afraid to talk to each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had this bar in Staten Island that I ran 30 years, the Cargo Cafe it was called. And I'm sure some of you out there would know it if you're from Staten Island. And you know, this is back in the 90s again. And it was an eccentric place. And it was just right there by the ferry. And I did all this crazy fucking artwork on it. Weird shit that would people would come just to see the artwork. And, you know, there was the token gay guy. I was the token guinea. You know, my friend was the token Jew. We had the token Muslim guy. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. the token transgender guy. Yeah. This is back in the 90s when nobody wanted to fucking have a transgender. Yeah. And we all fucking made fun of each other. And that was all right. We all made fun of each other. That's right. And we had a kick-ass fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as this PC bullshit got to a sick level, everybody hates each other now. Mm-hmm. Fucking hates each other. Mm-hmm. Same thing would happen to this whole fucking city and the country. Pansy ass. It's the pussification of a fucking nation. <laughs> That's what I say. It's disgusting. This guy, you got to watch what you say. You gotta, shut the fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> he cases too much. I'm a fucking New Yorker. I didn't just get here from fucking Zimbabwe last week and I moved uptown and I tell people I'm a New Yorker. I'm here four generations. You hear this fucking voice? This is a New Yorker. Fuck off. Wow. I mean, there you have it, folks. I mean, this guy, I mean, tells it like it is. Uh, I thought I did, but he's... You you want to talk to him? I do. Oh. I do. Yeah. Uh, can I hop on the mic first? You want to hop on? Just a... Get in, get in, get in. I just, I just want to ask you, it's Lauren Conlon, by the way. Um, You're not vaccinated, are you? Let's talk about the vaccine. And I'm I, I'm not HIPAA or anything. I'm not a doctor, so I can ask this, right? She, she ain't a rat. I'm not. Sorry. You're not Listen bad. to me. I don't, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I know you who don't. I am. I know. You, I don't nobody, I, I'm I just don't, wondering I'm your, not, your stance no on one. this. What's I your stance nothing. on it? You fear nothing. Okay. I fear nothing. I, that's not about the fear. It's about like, just how do you feel about, I know how you feel about the mandates, but how do you feel about people getting it or yourself getting it or? I don't you? care what you do. This is America. You get, you can get, I am half my family, you know, every, my girlfriend, they, they're all vaccinated and triple vax and everything. God bless you. So you're not. But no, I'm not fucking vaccinated. That's, a, that's what I was just wondering. Oh, so fuck so no. your family, your girlfriend, they're all vaccinated. You my simply. Friends, I just, I just, that's my fucking choice. Of course it is. Now, what that's is, it? why, what is your reasoning behind not getting it? But your family's got it. I and- guess several, several reasons why I'm not vaccinated. Number one, I believe in my immune system. Okay, I had COVID. I think that, you know, hey, look, I smoke. I know what that does to me. I drink. I know what that does to my liver. I eat shit that I shouldn't eat. I inhale paint fumes for fucking 30 years. All right. I know all of this shit. All right. I'm okay. I'm dirty. The problem is everybody gets too goddamn clean. Children are supposed to be fucking dirty. When I my my nephew came to town, he was five years old. My my sister-in-law was like, "Don't take him out in the woods and get him dirty." Okay, fuck off. I'm taking the kid. He's gonna catch frogs. We're gonna play in the fucking mud, and he's gonna get dirty because that builds your fucking immune system. I agree, man. Yes, I I agree. Maybe, and the with other you. thing is, let me get let me finish. And I might have got vaccinated. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of anything. I might have gotten it, but when the hypocrisy. The double standard, the do as I say, not as I do, fuckers that 
our, our authorities, our politicians, and our lawmakers tell me that I have to get it, but yet they're not getting it. Congress doesn't have to get it. You open up the fucking borders, a million people come over here, they're unvaxxed, unchecked, unfucking tested. They come through the fucking spread it all over, but I have to get it? Fuck off. No. You telling me to get it is going to make me not want to get it. And that's why 40% of this country is not vaccinated. You got to know how to communicate. But do you think that's mature? What? what my, my, mm-hmm. I don't really give a fuck if it's mature or not. This is, I'm an American. I am a free American. I will do whatever the fuck I want. I will break some laws, but I will step over the line. I know where to go. I know where to go. This is a free nation, but we are a nation of laws. And you cannot dictate unconstitutionally to force me a medical procedure on my fucking person. You just can't do that. I agree with you. And if it's a pandemic, why do I have to go into Staples like I did two days ago to get some ink cartridges for my printer? And the chick goes, oh, we have the uh, vac- uh, that we have the tests, yeah. the COVID tests. You can buy them. I said, did you just say you can buy them? She said, yeah. And I said, I wasn't nasty. You know, she's just doing a job. I said, if this was such a bad fucking pandemic, they'd be giving me that fucking exactly. test. Exactly. So fuck off. Two, Not her. Fuck off to the people two, that are- Two years later, they're finally giving them for free. Finally. The Biden administration, the greatest administration ever that, that was elected, apparently. It's, but I, you, you it's, just, it's so funny you said that. So this- I got store not about this coffee. I just posted on my Instagram story. Um, I go in a coffee shop that I used to like. By the way, Stumptown Coffee, fuck you, on Pacific Street in downtown Brooklyn. Never going there again. I go in there, no mask on, right? There's a mask mandate in certain places. I don't know where the fuck it is. The fucking employees are double masked, both of them, with plexiglass. I walk in the fucking place. No one's in there. Not one person. Just the employees. I said, let me get a cold brew half and half. Um... Do you have a mask? No. Um, I said, do you guys have one? I've gladly put one on if you're asking me to have. No problem. G- give me one. Oh, we don't have any. So why are you asking me if I have, if I could put a mask on then? Oh, we can't give you your coffee. I just walked in to the whole fucking place. If I had COVID, which I don't, I could have gave you all COVID and you let me walk in and you're double masked, probably triple vaccinated and, you, and they wouldn't give me the coffee. What the fuck is that? Tell me, Scott, please. This guy, he, he's about to explode. <laughs> I did this post a couple of weeks ago, and I did a drawing. I do these drawings. I do this lesson, yeah. you know, and it was- and uh, I see that in your studio. Jimmy and yeah, Scott. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Jimmy is vaccinated. Right. Okay? Jimmy's allowed to go into a restaurant because he's vaccinated. Huh. Let me finish. Scotty is not vaccinated, but Scotty just went for a COVID test. And he's clean. Scotty cannot go into that restaurant. But Jimmy can go into the restaurant as he's vaccinated. But as we know now, many, many people who are vaccinated are carrying and spreading the virus. Correct. So why is Jimmy allowed in, who's more apt to spread the fucking virus in that restaurant than I am, who just got tested? I just got tested. And I am clean, right. but I'm not allowed in. Mm-hmm. But yet he's vaccinated. He could be carrying it. He might be carrying it. He is carrying it. They don't know. That's the insanity. It is absurd that we, 
are allowing this to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. The virus is going to be here forever for a thousand fucking years. And we need to adapt to it like we do everything else. So many people, tens of thousands of people are killed in automobile accidents every fucking day. Uh -uh. Now, why don't we just walk, take a bike, or take public transportation? No. What we do is, what do we do? We chalk those deaths up. You understand? Mm -hmm. So... And I'm saying, it's a horrible thing. I don't want anybody to die. Right. People are dying from the virus. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But it is here now. And we need to adapt. So it's the same concept. Okay? The automobile, same thing. You can't, you just, we're going to have to live with it. Learn to adapt to it. It's, it's that fucking simple. It's part of our lives now. Uh, well, listen. I got to ask. Everyone's asking me. I told a few people. Scott Labedo's coming in. Scott Labedo's coming in. All right. The question, why are you not running for office? This is the question everyone wants me to ask you. I got to know. Why? Tell me. I, I, get, I, get, I get asked. I got to know. And, we need to put it on record. It needs to be put on record on the Sunday sauce. I asked first. I got to know. Number one, <clears throat> when you become a politician, you have to answer to somebody. You owe people. People put money into your campaign. People give you favors. It's all that whole, it's a, it's a big fucking circle of you got to pay back. You got to answer to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't answer to fucking anybody. I get more done, as you notice, without being a politician. Oh, I'm a fucking politician, but I'm not elected. I don't have a paycheck. See, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that big money that's coming in. and never, Not knocking politicians, I'm just saying. I answer, I don't owe anybody a fucking thing. I get to do and say whatever I want. Number two, I get to do and say whatever I want. I could say, fuck you. You could. Okay. And you do. But I'm at a conference or something. And I can't. You got to watch what you say. You got to be careful with your words. Okay. Number three, I'm an artist. And my coffin doesn't open up till 12 o'clock. You think I'm getting up at eight o'clock in the fucking morning? To run something, to do things, fuck off. It's true. It's Number true. four, true. you can't smoke in City Hall. Mm. And I like my cigarettes. Uh-huh. And number five, I don't think there's a bar in City Hall. I don't think so either. So that's a pretty it's a pretty strong argument. I like that. What's yeah. your cigarette? What's your go to cigarette? Marlboro Lights. Wow. My dad's been smoking, he's sixty, he's probably been smoking as long as you. It's a Salem Salem guy. Salem. Yeah. They even make those? Yeah. That's like an old lady cigarette, right? I don't know your dad. Uh, Listen, I tell him all the time. (laughs) So you you, you told me uh, you got a new documentary coming out. I actually saw it on your – you're filming it, right? Yeah. So tell me about it. We're just about finished up. uh, When is it coming out? When uh, when do you expect it? This summer. What is it? And what is it? What is it on? What's what's what is it about? Your life or? It, yeah, it's it's funny. Like I, I I kind of blurted out earlier today. It's like you know I'm in a rock and a hard place now. You know I've been doing this for 30 years. Like I said, you know I was an activist and you know I got arrested so many times fighting the cause. And there's a lot of new fans of mine that 
only know me for the last couple of years and my right. fights because of social media. But before social media, before even a fucking cell phone, mm-hmm. I was out there in the street getting arrested, fighting the fucking cause, putting these politically correct cancel culture people that were out here 30 years ago mm-hmm. that I was putting them in their fucking place. Yeah. You know, an artist in New York City that's a conservative freedom fighter, it's unheard of. That's a fucking story right there. Right. Everyone's liberal. There's kid. 9 million fucking documentaries on artists in this fucking city mm-hmm. and they're all about the same fucking thing you know oh you know yeah, you get the america sucks and this and that and you know they just and that's all good and well but there was nobody who was out fighting this politically correct bullshit this uh-huh. anti-american bullshit the art world is a bunch of hypocritical hypocritical fucking jerk-offs okay because they were open-minded the art world claims to be the most tolerant an open-minded organization. Except if you're a conservative, flag-waving, Italian, heterosexual who doesn't pronounce his R's properly from Staten Island, New York. I don't fit their fucking mold. That makes me more of an artist. That I did not succumb to the isms of the fucking artwork. I could be a fucking multi-millionaire right now. I know I can. I know my fucking talent. But I said, fuck you. Mm-hmm. My mother's advice when I was a kid, she said, we know you're different. We know you're creative. And whatever you do in life, we'll support you as long as you believe it in your heart. Mm-hmm. And always take care of the less fortunate. I don't care if it's a sick squirrel. It's my mother's advice. And I live my life by that. A lot of people don't know that. They just see my rants. But what I do for charity and the less fortunate, it's a whole other story. And you'll see that in a documentary. And my dad's advice was son, take shit from nobody. So I lived at Yin Yang. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that for 30 years. And that's a fucking story. It's not an ego thing about, you know, right, we got to have a story about Scott Lobato because he's great. Mm-hmm. The timing is perfect because there's so many people now that have, you know, jumped out of the closet and like, oh, I'm a freedom fighter and I'm going to paint flags now. And, you know, and I know some of these artists that are painting flags now, 10 years ago, they were pissing on the fucking flag. But now that it's trendy, you know, it's all good and well. It's all welcome. But they're like, oh, yeah, no, no. Where were you when I was there in the fucking gutter getting my ass beat up or in the fucking central booking for fucking waiting for somebody to get me out of fucking jail, fighting for the fucking cause, fighting against these fucking cock-sucking, politically correct cancel culture assholes that have now destroyed this fucking country. Yeah. So anyway, that's what the documentary's about. It's about my, you know, it's about everything. It's good. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, what I've done with the veterans and, you know, so much, I've raised millions of dollars for these veterans, these amputees and these, you know, with my artwork. And it's, and it's, it's, it's a real emotional part. And then there's me getting arrested, me getting angry, you know, me painting flags across America and every state three times over, just driving and living off the land with a campfire and a bottle of whiskey and a dime in my pocket, just banging on doors, painting a flag, and then, you know, bringing the tension to, to, to America, mm-hmm. to the greatness of this fucking country. Yeah. And to the ugliness of it. Of course. So it's a great fucking story. And there's nothing but 30 years of great footage. So you're going to plan like some kind of release party or you're just going to put it on like YouTube or something? No, we're going to do premieres in all the states. where. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me know. I would love to come to one here, man. I would love to. Yeah, it'll probably be in Staten Island. Yeah, Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at a couple of theaters. I'll pay that toll. I'll pay that toll to come see that. You want to be there. I definitely want to be there. 100%. It'd be great. Now, it's funny. We'll go back to you said there's people painting stuff now. I actually interviewed your... 
kind of, I guess, copycat, I guess. Uh, Lena, what was her last name? Rasova? Yeah, the Russian oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I interviewed her. Uh, pretty, pretty talented. Very yes, talented. Not, not, absolutely. Not, not talented. Yep, not very knocking, talented. Not knocking it. Um, I asked her about you, and she uh, had no idea who you were. And I was very surprised because her it's a lot of Trump paintings. You know. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen it. I've seen and it. And I was like, it. all right, you should look them up. You think she knew? She I don't know. know. And she, then she she, she was all about like, and then she kind of cowardly moved to Florida. She like claims she loved uh, New York. She listen came again, from again. I, I welcome, I welcome right. all this patriotism and these artists yeah, that, yeah. that were. Oh, but it was I was the only one doing this right. for twenty five fucking years. She just years. got here from Russia, you know. so I, I kind of we got to give her the you know. We, yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah. I just came here from Russia. Right. right. Uh, how do I make a statement? Yeah, I guess true. You know, do true. I paint? Uh, what's the hottest thing? Palm trees. Well, I'll uh, paint palm trees. Trump. What's the hottest thing? Trump. Yeah. I'll paint Trump. You know, and and that's what's happening a lot, and that's right. all good and well. It's all welcome, but again. Who the fuck am I? I'm the guy that was there in the fucking trenches right. when I was fucking destroyed. Well, her, destroyed. Her, her story was that, so she tried to, and this was legit, like she has stuff to back it up. She tried to have like art shows in different places in Manhattan. I don't know if you read the article. Um, you probably don't care about art shows, but she she tried to have some art shows and um, some, some Democrat or liberals or Antifa called the art galleries and threatened bomb threats and People stole her deposits and all this crazy ass shit happened to her. Yeah. Did anything like that ever happened to you? Yeah, it's my whole fucking life. Really? I've, I've had a million art shows, never in a gallery. They refuse No, not me. in a gallery, right. Yeah. They refuse me. Of so course. I rent my own space and do my right. own fucking gallery shows. Which I feel like is probably better. It's always better. Answer to nobody. I don't answer to nobody. Exactly. Hang the picture this way. Fuck off. Right. I'm hanging it this way. Right, right. Give me 60% of your painting. No. Fuck off. Right. You get nothing. Right, right. Here's your 2000 for the rent. Right. I'm hanging a fucking painting myself. I don't need this. I don't need that whole art world bullshit. Right, right, it's right. all bullshit. All of it is fucking bullshit. It's all double standard hypocritical bullshit. It's just like the music industry and the television industry. If you're an actor and you come out as a Republican or a patriot, you get okay. the fucking stock boy a bit in the back of the commercial of the Exlax commercial. <laughs> it's the way it is. It sucks. It's true. It's true. It's and true. people cater to these fucking people. Fuck you. And you know why the artwork hates me even more now? Because I have succeeded. I went around them. Mm -hmm. I told them to go fuck themselves. I brought art back to the masses, mm -hmm. the tax-paying masses that fund the NEA, the National Endowment for the Arts. Mm -hmm. And they take their taxpayers' money, and then they put Christ in urine Ugh. in a publicly funded gallery, you know, yeah. an institution. You're biting the hand that feeds you. So fuck you. That's why I'm getting famous, because I brought artwork back to the working man. Yeah. The art, just some artwork that they can hang in their house, where it's not like, you know, two, you know, monkey penises, you know, <laughs> fucking, you know, whatever. Again, I, I love all art. I don't give a fuck. I love all I don't care what it is. Gay-centric shit, fucking... I don't care. I love it all. Yeah. But don't you take my fucking no. grandmother's tax dollars and piss on the fucking, you know, on uh, piss on Christ, right. you know, and piss my grandmother off who was a religious woman. Right. And that's, 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 I'm talking about the majorities of Americans. So right. fuck you. See, that's what actually, when you speak of tax dollars, I see, I don't mind uh, the city and state using my tax dollars for like art that, um, we could all agree on. I don't either. But when you use it for statues of George Floyd and things like this, this that pisses me off just a little bit. 
When it's publicly funded. Look, yeah, I, I, I that, when it's publicly funded, that pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, see, when it's I, when I, it's privately, you could do whatever the fuck you I, please. Listen, exactly. Yeah, Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, so, there's yeah, a yeah. million stories yeah, yeah. I have and we don't have time because right. and I'm not gonna tell you anyway no. because it's all in the documentary. Okay, exactly. I don't, don't reveal anything. My it's, first arrest, Curtis yeah. Lee actually helped me get arrested on this one. It was my first arrest <laughs> in nineteen ninety nine. Wow. At the Brooklyn Museum. Yeah. When they had the uh the artist uh uh they had the show Sensation the art show at the Brooklyn Museum okay. in, in, in 1999. And it was kind of a cool, surreal kind of thing. And I like surrealism. That's what I started with doing. But um, there was this painting uh, by this artist who had, it was the Virgin Mary. Okay. And they used elephant shit to create the Virgin Mary. And not only that, there was little pieces of female genitalia, if I could be polite. Of course. Cut out of porn magazines that were also placed on the Virgin Mary as the work of art. What the fuck? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Again. <laughs> There's 9 million private galleries in this city. And if it was in a private gallery and the city or the mayor wanted to take it out of there, I would be fighting on the artist's side. Even though I don't like particularly careful with a piece of work because I know it would have offended my grandmother or whatever, huh. I would have been fighting for his right to do so. Mm -hmm. But it was in a publicly funded institution, which was the Brooklyn Museum. Right. So I went there to protest. Good. It was my first protest. And I couldn't get elephant shit because the Staten Island Zoo didn't have elephants. <laughs> So I went there and I got horse shit, horse manure, which is pretty much wet, stinky grass. Shit is shit, whatever. It's wet, stinky grass. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like, you know, dog shit. Yeah. I put it in a suitcase. I set up my easel. I opened it up. I had some press there and I pointed to the Brooklyn Museum and they had construction going on. So it was just construction board up there. And I said, this is my canvas and this is the medium I shall work in. And I just started grabbing handfuls of horse shit and throwing it at the museum <laughs> to prove a point expressing myself that was my first arrest oh my God. and a martyr story and it was a big story and the artists and all the other artists in the city were fighting for the painting right and my point was the unconstitutionality of it you cannot promote these are the same fuckers that run a museum okay that bitch and moan about a nativity scene being in a public park or something right. Right. so therefore it is just as unconstitutional to degrade a single religion, which always happened to be Christianity. Always. Always. Mm -hmm. Not Judaism. No. Not Muslim. Never. They would never have the balls to do that. Well, unless the you punching will be, bag, unless you will be The punching bag was Christianity. Right, right. And it was unconstitutional to do it in a publicly funded institution. Mm -hmm. And I went up against that. Right. And I, everybody said, Scott, this is where you're going to blow your art career. You're going to fuck it up. And I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing something right. And when I spent the night in that jail cell, I was a hero to myself and to my community, mm -hmm. to those people who understood. You do it in a private gallery, not with taxpayers' money. Mm -hmm. It was a, a, one of those double standards. This is the beginning of this whole politically correct bullshit, cancel culture bullshit that popped up. And I was there from the beginning. And from then on till now, there's a thousand protests, arrests that are all in this documentary. And 23 years later, here we are. Here we are. Sitting in a studio talking about your very successful career that's going to be more success going. is a weird word because people unfortunately think that success is that you got lots of money in the bank. No, that's I ain't got that a pot to fucking piss in. That doesn't mean anything. I got a pot to piss in. My success is I wake up in the morning, I go sleep at night knowing that I follow my fucking heart. And you're happy with what you do. The execution of my artwork is not what makes me a great artist. I'm not a great artist. I'm not. Sure. What makes me a great artist is that I'm true to myself. Mm -hmm. I succumb to no one. Right. I succumb to no isms. Nothing 
I do whatever the fuck I want. Nobody can say, here's a million dollars from George Soros, Scott. We want you to paint a negative picture of Donald Trump or something. Right now, you can hand me a million dollars. I'll tell him to roll up his fucking wrinkly fucking drippy baboon monkey balls that are dread. Roll up his stupid money and tuck it in his fucking ass, that cocksucker. He's a piece of shit. Wow. You hear that, kids? Sorry. So this is uh, this is going out to Sunday school. The, 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 the Sunday school kids are going to listen for this. Listen, kids, you hear that? If George Soros gives you a million dollars and tells you to do something negative, tell it to stick that fucking money up his wrinkly fucking monkey ass. That's from Uncle Scott. All right, Uncle Scotty that's, says that's, so. That's Uncle Scotty says so. But all right, listen, Scott, you you gave me a lot of time. You're the best. I I mean, this was amazing. Where do we? I mean. We know where to find you, but tell the, tell the people out there who are going to listen, maybe not from New York, where do we find you? Instagram, websites, tell me. Um, you know, uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on my fifth TikTok. fifth TikTok You're account. You're hip. I had 270,000 followers a few weeks ago. Of course. Yeah, they yeah, shut yeah. me down. Oh, of course. I start again, and I keep going. Yeah, yeah. And it's ironic. You know, they'll show a 14-year-old girl, you know, eating ice cream in the wrong way, dripping yeah. out of her mouth. They'll show dogs eating other fucking dogs. They'll show people getting run over by trains. But Uncle Scotty preaches some fucking patriotism and the truth. I'm fucking bad. I'm gone. That's it. It's unbelievable. That's it. So, but still, I'm always on. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Zuckerberg. You could fucking... Get rolled up into fucking Soros's fucking wrinkly balls and tucked up to his ass too. You piece of shit. You're a bum. You're a fucking bum. Oh God. Wow. Anyway, um, so yeah, and my website. And listen, uh, 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 this documentary is going to be a big deal. And 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 the reason I wanted out, what uh, we, we wanted, I wanted out uh, this summer is because it's going to affect the 22 election. And this 22 election is bigger than 2024. Right. This is going to, you know, we're going to take this. We need that House and Senate back. And that's our last fucking battle. Yes, I'm telling you, people. Yes, we do. 100%. And uh, so this, my life story is not only about my life story. It's about firing you people up, people that don't know me, to fire them up, to say, listen, you got to get involved. You don't have to do the tactics that I do, mm-hmm. but get involved, you know. So I need some funds to finish this documentary. It costs a lot of money. We need graphics. We need, you know, licenses and stuff we like that. We go to your website so for that, right? Go to my Donate. website. What's please, the website? Please, scottlobato.com. So easy. How can you forget? Scottlobato.com. It's my name, dot com. And yeah. I'm going to put that in the in the podcast description when I release this episode. So scottlobato.com. Better go there. Donate to this man. Yeah. He's a fucking patriot. Listen, again, Come people, on. I, I, a lot of my critics are like, yeah, he's always doing his shit to bring attention so we can make money. I have no money. I do this because I am your voice. I am the voice of those voiceless. Those people that can't speak this, out because this guy, they're going to get sent. He has no money. He, he's drinking water out of a plastic cup. He has to take it home. He told me he has no cups at home. And I mean, I'm drinking a different flavored water out of this yeah, plastic cup. Yeah, come on. Cup, Jesus you know Christ. I mean. yeah, right? <laughs> but all right, Scott. Thanks for coming by. And um, I can't wait for your documentary. I really appreciate you coming on the Sunday Sauce. Thanks, man. I hope you don't get shut down. I'll never get shut down.